All right, what's up, everyone? Here we go. Bro, you can't do it at the same time, Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, it's terrible right now because we only got one mic on our side. <laughs> and um, if, if you don't know why I don't have a mic, it's because we only have two mics. And the other mic is given to none other than our lovely cousin, Brandon Buentipo. Hello, everyone. Hello. How's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. Just so you know, it's his first hey, time. You're hogging all the mic, dude. I'm sorry. Hey, back, I back love talking. Like Alright, All right. so welcome to the Boosters Bros. We have our third guest, no, no, fifth guest, Brandon Buentipo. Yep. So how's, how's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, All right. so today we want to talk a little bit about fitness and, um, you know, trying to get into getting into healthy habits. But first, we just want to introduce you and uh, we just want to have you explain a little bit of, you know, how you... How, how you even know us, first of so all? I how am, you know the Bustos, I am the first cousin of Richard and Nico. Uh, my mom is the sister of their dad. And we have been best friends ever since uh, we were younger. Uh, and that's how I know you guys. You guys are my cousins. Yes. Uh, that's cool. When we were younger, we were super close. And now that we're older, we're super close. Yeah. Yeah. Even closer. Yeah, yeah, we're closer now. Yeah. And... Uh, He's one of my brother's groomsmen, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. to throw that out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, yeah, now that we have that introduction. Let's no, let's get, let's get even deeper. What yeah. do you do, Brandon? Yeah, what do you do for a living? I help people become better versions of themselves. Oh, and uh, so my, my occupation is a personal trainer. Um, I'm a personal trainer for California Family Fitness in Sacramento. Um, but I don't really just look at myself as a trainer, I look at myself as a life coach, kind of someone who has more of a therapeutic side to it, not just physical, it's not just exercise, but it's more about your daily decisions, more about your habits, it's more about just trying to become a better version than what you were yesterday, just baby steps. Mm -hmm. So just me being uh, on the sideline, trying to help people, coach them, mentor them to be better than they were is an absolute blessing. And tell us, how did you get there? Oh man! Now, where did it start off? Oh, where did, how did you get there? Yeah, so yeah. Start from the so roots. before I became a trainer, I was working at Cold Stone Creamery for five years, <laughs> and that was uh, you know I had a, I had a great job there. It taught me a lot of character. I was cleaning uh, every night. Uh, it taught me to bring the energy. Um, but how personal training came about was I was training my mom and my dad one Saturday morning at CalFit, and I was stretching them, and the manager walked by. And he approached me and said that I wasn't allowed to, like, instruct or tell them what to do because uh, it would be a liability. But then he offered me an opportunity, and he said, if you take the certification through our club, uh, you could be a trainer for us. And I passed the certification, and the rest was history. It's been four years since I've been a trainer now. It's crazy. But have you always been into fitness, like, even before? I think uh, fitness was instilled in me ever since uh, I was in karate at age, age nine. Uh, I was doing karate four to six times a week, um, you know, one to two hours a day, sometimes three, especially on the weekends. And, you know, I would compete. And I think that competitive edge was instilled in me ever since I was a kid. And you did pretty well. In karate, yeah, if I'm not yeah it was very competitive. Yeah. It was serious. You know, and you I give travel. thanks to, you know, my sensei, Sensei John out there. Uh, he was like my second dad. And, you know, he was definitely one of the reasons why I'm such a great trainer today. Because he, the way that I count, the way that I talk, the way that I push other people, uh, he did to me. So kind of, uh, he left his print on my life. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty deep. So, so you, you definitely take some of that 
from what you learned in karate to like when you train your absolutely your, um, yeah. clients is that yeah. how it works right now or yeah, yeah it does it, um it's you know the technique and stuff it's different but the it's more of the mental thing yeah uh yeah he's the one who taught me taught me discipline sacrifice mm-hmm. consistency yeah etc you know just gotta work for sure that's it man and what's your favorite thing about being a life coach a personal trainer? my favorite thing is knowing that you know in any small way or any big way I could have a positive influence on someone's life. You know, I feel like a lot of us, sometimes our judgment is cloudy. Sometimes we don't know why things are the way they are. And so I just try to help increase my client's awareness and understanding the true problem and then going to the root and seeing how we can transform them internally. And then eventually, as we do that, the external transformation will just follow, you know? So it's more just about what are you doing daily? Why do, you, why do people want to lose 10 pounds? Why do people want to lose 30 pounds? But really, it's, yes, it's a health decision, but it's also an emotional decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, look good. Exactly, yeah. right? It's, um, you know, what sometimes the opinions of others have like a, a huge role. Uh, but I think the most important thing is your own opinion. You know, everybody's different. So what makes you happy? Is it losing 20 pounds? Is it getting a little bit stronger? Is it, you know, increasing your self-defense? Is it just being more functional? You know, everything's different majority of your clients what what type of people are they like are they the types to want to lose 10 pounds or are they most, the for most people it's toning uh mm-hmm. losing body fat um uh just being yeah i would say that uh, like more body composition wanting to and you know 80 percent of all clientele are females and so if you think about after pregnancy if you think about how females invest in their lashes their nails their uh plastic surgery um everything their hair you know, they invest in their bodies. And so, but with males, it's a little different because, you know, we go through sports. We have friends that we hang out with that we all gym. Mm-hmm. And like Sigmund Freud said it, like most males, the reason why we exercise, it's, um, it's sex related. So he says, like, the reason why people want to drive fast cars or the reason why they want to buy nice shoes or the reason why they want to dress a certain way is because they want to attract other people. Yeah. It's like something called pheromones. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. So he says a lot of the decisions that we actually make the color that we want the body that we want or the kind of uh house or car or job you know um there it's kind of like sex base kind of it's pretty interesting Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but anyway back to uh just fitness in itself um being a trainer for the past four years has saved my life it it gave me a a sense of purpose Mm -hmm. you know i've dealt with a lot of drug addictions in the past and uh, also dealt with, you know, just uh, finding my own security in life. Um, but personal training kind of just fell into my lap and it allowed me to do something greater than myself. So it was nice. And growing up or going to college, you didn't study to be a, a no, PT or anything No, like I wanted that. to do, at first, you know, I wanted to be a doctor, but I didn't want to be a doctor. It was something that, you mm-hmm. know, my parents wanted me to do. Yeah. You know, and then as I started um, realizing what I really wanted to do, um, I just kind of went with my own instinct. Mm-hmm. There's that uh, Jim Carrey thing that he said where, yeah. you know, it, you can either live your life doing something that you kind of like doing mm-hmm. and yeah. fail at that, yeah. mm-hmm. or you can live your life and do something that you love, mm-hmm. right, and, and fail at that. Like, at least go out with doing something that you love because, yeah. you know, he talked about his dad and how his dad just... Yeah. You know, wasn't really living a happy life. So yeah, I think sure. trying to find, you know, purpose, like what really drives you, what gives you fulfillment in life, 
uh, it's really just about service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about what you're doing for other people. Yeah. That's what gives you like the yeah. most joy. Well, yeah. b- before you were doing fitness, you were actually working like at a clinic or like some kind of like medical. Center, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, I was getting volunteer yeah. hours. I was working at, um, yeah. at a hospital. I did also did an outpatient center. Mm-hmm. And but were you find like did you find like enjoyment like no doing man jobs I was, like that? every no. time I was I was looking at the clock, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. once I came to the the point where I was not present in my work, I just told myself, why would I like, why would I trade that? Why would I trade my time for money? And at least I should be doing something that I actually lose myself in. Like, lose, like enjoy your work, you yeah. know? They say the three habits of happiness. The first one is journaling. Mm-hmm. So you could like, you know, really increase your awareness of yeah. everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I'm having my first podcast with my two mm-hmm. cousins. I have the pretty ladies over here. <laughs> you know, uh, we're all 26, 20, we're young, we're healthy. Mm-hmm. Our family's okay. Like journaling is important because it helps... Increase your gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. The second habit of happiness is savoring. <clears throat> so when you have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, don't just drink it. You're sipping on it. Savor it. <sighs> taste it. Savor yeah. it. You know? That's a good way to look Enjoy at it. Enjoy it. Savor life. Savor yeah. the conversation. Savor the time. Savor the meal. Savor the workout. Savor the day, right? Because you never know when your last one is. And the third one, the third habit of happiness is find meaning in your work. Find purpose in your work. So, journaling, savoring, and find meaning in your work. And it's just yeah, man. that's did, what tra- that's did, what training gave me. Did you get a lot of backlash from parents or out? People Absolutely, I got yeah. into it with my dad a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going against his beliefs, he, you know, wants me to be financially secure, and his own belief is that I have to be in the medical field or I have to do something uh, that related to uh, succeed. But then I think really the bigger picture for him was just me want. Him wanting me to get out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. um, and, and not settle for mediocrity. Um, but my paycheck does not define that. Oh, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. and once I kind of stay true to myself, I'm much more like my mom. We're both very emotional people. And she had followed her passion. She loves what he do- she does. She yeah. definitely has moments of high stress. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, she's not waking up or having like anxiety to come into work on Monday. She went, you know, went through that phase for 20 years of her life yeah, yeah, where yeah. she was working for a company a Sunday night. You know, she'd have to wake up the next morning, five thirty, six o'clock, mm-hmm. wouldn't get home till seven, stuck in traffic, have to make dinner for the kids, only get 30 minutes to an hour with her kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember being a kid and always wanting that time with her, yeah. you know, like where's mom? Like, you know, and it, it, it was, it was tough, but you know, sometimes tragedies are disguised as blessings. Yeah. And seven years ago when she got late, seven or 10 years ago, I don't know. When she got laid off from her job, uh, she just decided to follow her heart and open her own catering business. And mm-hmm. now, you know, by the by the blessings of God and the Lord, she's our family's doing well. You know, and mm-hmm. and we're we're very humbled uh, for all the opportunities. But you know, I'm just really happy that she can lead. Right? She follows. She's doing what she loves. She's following her dreams, and I'm also following mine. Right. For you the know. people who are listening, shout out to Heavenly Food Creations, hey, hey, located hey, hey. in Elk Grove. <laughs> uh, make sure hey, you yeah. go follow them on Facebook. Uh, her name is Winnie Buentipo. Yep. Look her up. You got a wedding. You got a bar mitzvah. You got any kind of celebration. <laughs> she's the person to go to. Shout out to Auntie Winnie. Shout you out right now. <laughs> Anyways, back to BB Buentipo, though. <laughs> All right, so yeah, but you know what? I, I'm I'm really glad we were able to have this conversation with you because it's bringing awareness uh, to to a lot of people that work like a nine to five job. You know, yeah. there, there's people out there that 
um, they go to a job and it's like they're just killing themselves softly, yeah, you yeah. know, trying to find themselves. And you know, I'll, I'll, let me let me be honest with you. Mm-hmm. If I, I always tell people when when I get compliments at the gym, oh, you know, you're in great shape or I, I want to be like you. Right. I don't I truly don't believe that I would be in the shape I am now if it wasn't for my environment. Right. Like you are what your environment is. If I hang out with a whole bunch of depressed people most likely I'm going to be depressed. If I'm hanging around with people that are usually like really positive, most likely I'll be positive. If I'm hanging around with people that all count their macros and go to the gym six times a week, most likely I'll be fit, right, et cetera. So I, I'm kind of humbled by my occupation, but at the same time, if I worked a nine to five or a 10 to six, whatever, it's either I got to wake up really early in the morning and be tired and work out or go to the gym after work where I'm tired mm-hmm. and work out. So I understand like how hard it must be for people to have consistency. Yeah. Like you have to make it a daily plan where you're going to go designate this time and just execute and stick with it, right? And accountability is huge, you know. That's why I think it's important to have somebody that could keep you in check whether it's your best friend, your brother, your spouse or a trainer, a coach, whatever. Um but Honestly, with those people, I, I completely understand. I think the goal is really just to find a balance in your life. Like, it's not everybody's goal to be in the next bikini competition. It's not everybody's goal to be the next power lifter. It's not everybody's goal to run a mile in, you know, five minutes, six minutes. I think just follow what makes you happy. If it's jujitsu that you love, if it's basketball that you love, if it's yoga that you love, just continue to do that. And, you know, be mindful of your nutrition. I think for me, uh, what's really worked is intermittent fasting. It's give me, it gives me a, a block where I, c- I could eat at, at a particular time, also count my calories, and I think that gives me flexibility with feeding cravings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think counting calories is a huge skill that a lot of people don't consistently do, and I'm a big advocate of that because that really changed my life. Ever since we watched the Hodge Twins, yep. that's how I learned counting calories is calories in versus calories out. These guys are eating chicken, they're eating chicken nuggets, they're eating... Uh, pizza, they're having Taco Bell, yeah. and they're still looking good. And yeah, I was like, like I was confused. Eat, what did we eat for dinner? Like, I, I was under the conventional thought that you have to eat brown rice, chicken, and broccoli, meal prep your food in order for you to be fit, but you don't. Yeah. You don't. Like, you, you, all you have to do is track your calories, do a little bit of cardio, hit a little bit of resistance, and just baby steps. Like, one of my favorite quotes is by Bruce Lee, and he says, I do not fear the man that kicks 10,000 times. I fear the man that kicks once a day for 10,000 days. So at the end of the day, it's not about short-term intensity. It's about consistency, mm-hmm. right? Just it's, it's the accumulation of the little things that matter, right? It's, it's habits. It's, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're creatures of our habit. So I think that's about anything in, in life. If you want to be successful in anything, it's really just about consistency. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, and how do you tell your clients that? So I'm sure that you deal with clients who even though you give them this whole spiel, they just don't fall to the T. They kind of slack off or they give yeah. you attitude. So with, with that kind of scenario, what, what do you typically do? I think my thing and is just... And do you go through that? Like, my thing is just showing patience. You know, transformations don't happen overnight. And I think for me, it's just trying to challenge them in their, their weak areas um, and, and just keep them accountable. Drink more water. Like a lot of people don't drink enough water, dude. For females out there, track your water intake. At least 90 fluid ounces of water or two-thirds of your body weight. And for males, you want at least 120 fluid ounces or two-thirds of your body weight. So a lot of people, when they train and I ask how much water they have, they're hella tired in the beginning. And I ask how much water and they're like, I haven't had any water. I just had my coffee. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you're if you're sleeping for six to eight hours, you're not having any water then. 
You yeah. wake up, you go pee, you have coffee, you have you haven't had water for 10, 12 hours possibly, and then you try to work out and do cardio and lift weights. Yeah. You're gassed. 70% of your muscle is water. Like you need water. So that's number one. Two, I'll try to help them, uh, tell them to get a little more rest if, if they can, because that's a big thing. Um, but you know, if they if they slip, I think it, for me, I've learned that it's better just to keep showing positive encouragement instead of trying to tear them down. You know, it's kind of like parenting. You know, you don't want to tear people down. <laughs> you know? Well, so if if someone's watching this right now and uh, they're like they've never even stepped on a treadmill before in their life, <laughs> and you know their eating habits are really bad. Like, what is the first thing that you would have them do? Like, first time fitness ever. Like, they came into the gym. They said, I want Brandon Buentipo. Where do I begin? You know, I, I think that doing things at an extreme measure, um, mm -hmm. like trying to do everything all at once can be paralyzing. Like, say, like, it's decision paralysis. When you tell somebody, I want you to do an hour of cardio a day. I want you to count your calories. I want you to have this much water. I want you to sleep this much apple cider vinegar. I want you to have 30, 25 to 35 grams of fiber, at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight. If you throw too much at them, they kind of get like get stuck. And they, and they, yeah, a little, and they right? get, so I try to give them a smart goal, something that's specific, mm -hmm. something that's measurable, something that's realistic, attainable, and timely. Mm -hmm. You know, example of a smart goal is I want you to lose four pounds in four weeks. I want you to track your water intake. I want you to track your weigh-ins every single day. And then at the end of each week, take the average of your weight and then compare it to the next and to the next. So it's like one so pound. So you're every yeah, week. you're you're not you're not looking day-to-day -day measurements, you're looking at weekly measurements oh. on average. So you get a general idea of where your weight is actually at. It's kind of like stocks, you know, it goes up, it goes down, but where's the general trend going? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of fluctuations that people have are water weight fluctuations. You have salt, you have sugar, you have alcohol, you have menstruation, you have stress, you have sleep, you have so many things, fiber that affect your water weight at that particular point. So it's important to take your weigh-ins, average them out compared to the next week. So you get a general idea Am I really losing weight? Am I maintaining? What's the rate? Am I, am I losing? Because you can lose two, three pounds in a day, go in the sauna, cut your carbs, yeah, yeah. you know, eat clean, and that's just a lot of water weight that you're losing. But mm -hmm. if you're talking about fat loss, fat loss takes time. Yeah. About one pound per week. Gotcha. So dang, really, it's, you're right, it's consistency throughout the, like, you want them to lose a pound every single week. Yeah. And then from there, it, just it baby might, steps, you know, yeah. and it could possibly be more, but you want to give people, there's something magical that happens when you have psychological wins, right? Like waking up early and following through or doing the cardio for 20 minutes, like you said you were going to do, or reading for 10 minutes, like mm -hmm. you said, or saving $500 a month extra, or 100, even anything. Yeah. Just set a goal, something that's attainable, something that you can do, and just keep building off of that. And over time, next thing you know, you're successful, right? But you just have to stay, like Gary Vee says, micro speed, macro patience. Micro speed, macro patience. You got to move quickly. You got to execute. You got to have a plan of attack strategy right and then you got to be patient with the process man that's deep Dude, bringing brother. awareness love you fitness yeah cousin quality time well i guess uh that's it uh, we'll yeah, catch you guys it. at the next video yeah, thank you for listening you the next one wait uh, no I, well, got, I got some questions oh you still got questions <laughs> come on i want to i, I, I want to hey. spend quality time with <laughs> yeah, my cousin hey. it's only been 19 minutes hey. that was good uh, i right, like good. this i, I got some but he has more uh my brother yeah yeah. My brother has more questions for you. I'm okay. sorry. I was having a good time. I was like, <laughs> All right. so was for, for me, I'm, tr I'm trying to lose some weight, right? Yeah. And uh, what, kind of <laughs> what kind of workouts you think I should start off with? I think, um, you know, 
having a combination of three things of doing some type of cardio, uh, mm-hmm. some type of dynamic stretching and static stretching, combination of both, and also doing a combination of compound lifting and functional things is important. Um, so an example for you, you know, would be to warm up for five to ten minutes on the treadmill, elliptical, or stairmaster. Do a little bit of mobility routine. Um, loosen up your hips because you sit down a lot. Loosen up your back. Foam roll. Spend about 15, 20 minutes on that. So you're looking about 30 minutes of warming up where your body's like actually sweating before you do your workout. And a great, dead, uh, great compound exercise are deadlifts. Um, just important that you keep your spine neutral. And I would definitely, if there's one workout that I would like you to start doing, it would be, it would be deadlifts. Like strengthening your back, strengthening your core, your glutes. It's a full body workout. So you knock a lot of birds with one stone with that one movement. I just got to make sure you do it correctly. Uh, and then like a lot of stability core exercises and then cardio, you know, it's not, again, it's, you know, it's not about intensity. It's just about consistency. You know, you know, to tr- you know how to track your, your calories. You, you're pretty good at that. Quick question. So does it matter like what routine you do throughout the week? Like, uh, cause you know, like, if you go on YouTube or like you look at someone else's like uh, routine throughout the week, it could be like chest and back day or yep. like chest and arm day and yep. leg day. Uh, does it? Does that really matter? There, there are all. Ver- there's a lot of variations of different uh, programs out there, different splits, you know. But the most important thing again is just consistency. Okay. So don't focus on, on on the minor details. I mean, if if you are only able to go to the gym three times a week, I would probably do a leg push pull. Or three full body workouts, or mm-hmm. depending on whatever your goals are, you just have to prioritize that workout program towards whatever your goal is. Gotcha. Okay. Because for me, I know like I always get stuck on like trying to figure out like, oh man, I gotta do my back day now, yeah. and then tomorrow I gotta focus on chest day. But like, sometimes you could do both, you know, just to uh, save a little bit of time. Like if it, it it really, I think the biggest part that people don't hit enough of consistently is just their, really the nu- nutrition. Because if, like, there are, I have had clients that aren't extremely active. I have a 59 year old client. She was 278 pounds when we first met, and she's lost 57 pounds. She's now in like 217, 27. Um, and for her to do it, and she has knee issues, and she's 5'2, 5'3, this Asian lady, the biggest thing that we just focused on was her nutrition. and she counted her calories. She weighed her food out. She kept her diet simple, and she was losing weight. You know, we we I, she trained with me two times a week, and then I had her come in once on the weekend by herself. And literally, I would just prescribe her twenty minutes of cardio, ten minutes before, ten minutes after, mm-hmm. a little bit of free weights here and there, a little bit of machines. And over time, it was really the nutrition that guided her to get to where she wanted to be. You know, so I think for a lot of people, the nutritional part is hard. You know, food is our escape. It's definitely my escape. Like, yeah. I love food, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, a little bit of sacrifice, like, during the week, and then you can enjoy yourself on the weekend. I think it's really, again, all about balance. If you have 30 days, if you're good 25 out of those 30 days, most likely you'll have results, okay. right? I always tell people one good day of bad eating, or one bad day of eating will not hurt you, and one good day of eating will not help you. It's really just about what are you doing for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Don't focus on the little things. What are you doing on the bigger picture? Dang, I like that. All right, I think I think we're good. Yeah. Let's let's do a speed round. Let's do a speed round of quick questions, quick answers. What's wrong with that? What I didn't I didn't even say anything. <laughs> I saw you were like no. I was just like I was like I was trying to think. Okay. All right. All right. You want uh, to go first? You go first, so I can uh, you know 
so I can get an idea of what you want okay, me to Brian, say. Okay, Brian, I just took a shot. Okay. Here right. we, oh, dang. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. Percentage ratio between uh, workout and diet. Go. Like what's more like? Like yeah, that like if you had to put that in percentages, I would do sixty forty. Sixty forty. I think sixty percent diet, forty percent workout. Okay. I think you know you do have to work hard too to get like, like you can't just you know it, it's it's a good combination of both. I just say I would put sixty forty because I feel like a lot of people when it's January first, the very first question that they ask or that they tell themselves, tell themselves is. I gotta go to the gym. They're not. They're not thinking. I gotta save calories, or I gotta watch my my food. It's like I gotta go to the gym. Like a lot of times when people are broke, they're like, I gotta find more ways to make money, right? Now you have to find ways to decrease your expenses. Like focus on what you can't control first. Got it. Right, and, and so it's just really about detaching yourself, uh, keeping track. And you know, I think having the ability. Like one of my mentors told me. What doesn't get measured does not get improved. You have to have some type of quantified measurement. So that way, okay, it's an A or it's a C this time. How can I get a B next time? How can I get an A, right? So for people, track your calories, weigh your food out. If you're not weighing some of your food out and you're kind of just estimating, that can only take you so far. Um, but honestly, once you get in the habit of, of doing so, keep things simple, prep your meals, like just have a whole bunch of foods, you know, ready in the fridge. That way you don't have to eat things that, you know, overload on things that aren't healthy for you, gotcha. you know, and you can still have a good, good time. Like you don't have to, you know, go be all in. You don't have to be too extreme. Like find a balance, you know, yeah. enjoy Man, your life. It's supposed to be a speed round. I know speed Sorry. round, Brandon. Uh, you, you asked why. <laughs> oh no. I just said 60 or, or I just said percentage. Go. All right. All right. Uh, favorite cheat meal. Favorite cheat meal. Oh, it has to be sushi. It has to be sushi or chicken wings. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Favorite workout. Favorite workout. I like legs. I like legs. I feel like uh, I get a really good workout with legs. Okay. Uh, strongest uh, deadlift. Go. Like, how heavy did you go? PR. Uh, PR. 545. You mm. did 545? Yeah. For three. Ah, shoot. For yeah. three. Favorite athlete? Favorite athlete? <sighs> right. Conor McGregor. No, 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 no. Oh. Favorite athlete? That's just me. Out. Kawhi Leonard. Who's that? <laughs> oh no! I like. Oh wait, no! Oh, 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 oh Toronto. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, he's he's the next Jordan. All right, what? favorite uh, Bustos Bros from the Bustos Bros. Both of y'all. Hey. Oh, both of y'all. All right. Um, it's hard now. Um, I think we're good. I, I think, think we're just gonna. But before we go, got any shout outs? Do you want to say anything? Yeah, you just say say what you whatever. You Where can people now. find you? Where, Tell yeah, you everything. Uh, people can find me at Bibuentipo on Instagram. Um, yeah, I <laughs> uh, just want to give a special shout out to my baby Cindy Cakes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, girl, <laughs> love you, baby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my baby. You know, she honestly, uh, I was supposed to go to with a wedding. I was supposed to go to a wedding with her today. Um, and she knew that this weekend was important for me to spend time with my family and my friends, with my boys. And honestly, for her to give me this moment, um, it's, it's a type of love that is liberating, not controlling, you know, and I've, I've had my fair share of controlling relationships in the past. And 
for me to be at this point uh, and share this moment with you guys. It's really because of her. So thanks, baby. I love you. Thank you to mom and my dad. Uh, for being together for 37 years. It was just their anniversary oh, yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah, so, happy anniversary. You know, uh, one of the reasons why I am the way I am is because my parents have been able to have that consistency in their marriage and be great role models for their kids. And then uh, thank you to California Family Fitness and all the clients and all the family that, and relationships that I've gotten over there. Um, and thank you to just everything and everybody. Amen. Yeah. Uh, thanks right. to the Bustos Bros. How about that? What's up with the Bustos Bros? You know what I mean? We put you on this, man. So I'll first start off with my cousin uh, Richard. He's the oldest. Um, you know, me and him have been really close ever since we were younger. And, uh, you know, for us to grow together and, and share a lot of experiences and, you know, just enjoy we, we we both both my cousins we literally can just be in bed chill together eat good food have a good workout and just do the simple things in life and it really doesn't matter what we do when i'm with them it's just as long as we're together and i think that's the yep. the beauty of it is it's very low maintenance um you know just as long as we have each other we find gratitude in that and it's always a good time you know yep. uh, but with you know richard uh, nico both of them you know they have they're like my best friends, you know, they've been my best friends ever since I was younger. Um, and, you know, I'll keep it real with you guys, you know, as you get older, uh, things change, uh, feelings change, people change. There's a lot of movement in life. And sometimes you forget about the people that helped you get to where you are. And I think for me, um, by my, you know, the blessing of my mom, she had told me a couple of weeks ago that my cousins miss me. And, you know, I wanted to create consistency and effort and show them that I miss them too. And I know it's been hard and I know it's hasn't been, things haven't been the same. Um, so it's kind of like having that body, body building mentality, like whatever your weak points are in your relationship, like focus on those, like all the people in Sacramento, like I see them consistently. I see my baby girl, Cindy all the time. I see Kev, you know, weekly, you know, it's about maybe investing time into the people that you don't see a whole lot. Like I don't see my sisters a whole lot, my nephews a whole lot, my cousins a whole lot. So I think this year I definitely want to have a better goal of strengthening the relationship, those types of relationships. Woo, man, that, that was fire. This podcast is fire. This podcast is probably the Bustos Bros' best podcast. This is no number one podcast in the world. <laughs> this episode with Brandon Buen Depot. We hit a million on this one. Cheers, bro. Love you, man. Love you guys. And uh, right, thanks for tuning in. And yeah, more to come. Good time. Thank you. All right.